This is the new Kaiju show. This is the new Kaiju show. This is the new Kaiju show. Uh, hold on. I, I gotta let this rock a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the new hype show. It's your boy Biz. I'm back. I'm black. Episode 100, baby. I'm back. Y'all hear that? I hope y'all know what instrumental that is. I hope y'all know. If y'all been playing my album, which y'all shouldn't, and I'm sure you have, because I've been looking at them streams, they look kind of right, but I need it to be excellent. Come on, y'all. Y'all know what this is, man. Yeah, welcome back to the new hype show. I'm back. Episode 100, like I said, I'm here. I ain't rock out with y'all in a minute. You know, I've been busy. I've been super busy, man. And I missed the podcast. Again, shout out to the supporters. I don't call anybody a fan. I got nothing but supporters. Please, please continue to support Doreen's favorite. It's the greatest hip-hop audio memoir of all time. Probably the first of its kind, and I'm sure we're going to have others, but please remember who was the architect. Please, please, please. Shout out to Mr. Ryan Smith, the greatest producer ever. I took my whole life to make this album. And I was blessed with the honor of him scoring this whole thing. Not providing beats, not producing, but scoring. Shout out to you, sir. You are appreciated. Thank you so much. Please continue to support that. On, available on all DSPs, Tidal, Apple, iTunes for purchase, Spotify. We here. So, um, I hate making, I hate talking about pop culture and things that are going on, but... You know, a lot of crazy shit been going on. I hope y'all paying attention. There's an AI rapper, an AI rapper, FN Mika, basically signed to Atlantic Records one day, then the next day got dropped. Um, to me, that that whatever the hell the AI, the little computer generated rapper, had a Takashi Six Nine aesthetic. Flung the N-word, threw up gang signs, was talking about the ops. Um, Folks, this is where we are. And I think that they're giving us a glimpse of what's to come. I think that was our preview. They were never going to put out a full record, but it was to show us what's to come, whether in society or in the music business. But I think it's going to be for society, period. This is what's going to happen, folks. That wasn't no mistake. They did that on purpose. You got to pay attention to this world. They let you see things that are to come, so to speak. And, you know, we're so blind about everything else, you know, so they throw a lot of entertainment. They threw the entertainment bug with it. That's not going to be all about entertainment, people. Just keep your eyes open. Other things are going to transpire. I promise you it will. Um, At least. You know, I heard this whole controversy with the rapper that was actually penning, you know, writing the AI's raps. That thing was just picking up algorithms of what we talk about, whether it's lean, it has the tattoos and dreads. I said, wow, this is where hip hop is, man. Um, it's our fault. 
it's always our fault. We don't govern ourselves. We don't govern our culture. This is what happens. Now the culture vultures have created an AI, which is going to culture vulture the algorithms. So this whole meta world that's coming, prepare to have platinum rappers in the meta world. You're not making it in real life. The people are going to create rappers that you can actually go platinum and get checks. This is where we are. This The metaverse is designed for you to basically live an artificial intelligent life. Never mind what's going on in real. The real world is in the computers. Shout out to the About Nothing podcast because we forecasted everything that's happened now five years ago. Our first episode was likes or die. And we did another episode called Rise of the Machines. How the AI, the computers are going to take over the world. I mean, we've seen stuff like this. And of course, the Terminator, it told the truth. This is what's going to happen. Man created the computer and they just kept going. Oh, the computer has to be this smart, this smart. Why? Why? The computer was there just to assist not outsmart the person that created it. I'll get back to it. Um, shout out to my boy Q, the question. Shout out to you, Q. This is a good friend of mine. I don't consider a lot of people friends. A good friend of mine. We have debates on hip hop. He's a hip hop, jur- well, former hip hop journalist. He's a CEO of his own record label. Um, you know, he's been in this hip hop thing for a while. He manages, he does promotions for movies, local artists. Me and him go backwards all the time about Nicki Minaj. If you're new to this podcast, go listen to the old episodes. I speak about Nicki Minaj on this podcast a lot. You know, there's degrees of separation between us. I know people close, you know, to the parties involved. Um, Anyway, Q, he says Nicki Minaj is the GOAT. Okay, just by off of sheer influence. But... The criteria for GOAT status, in my opinion, and I'm pretty sure the opinion of all other hip-hop connoisseurs, you have to have a classic album. You have to. Nicki doesn't. You got to be nice. She is nice. You got to put out consistent, dope albums. Eh, I can't say that for Nicki. I can't say that for Nicki. We're only remembering her monster verse. You got to be battle-tested. She's not. Remy whooped her ass with a terrible flow. She won, nevertheless. But if we're just talking about sheer numbers and success, if that's what Q, which I assume he's basing on because he knows Nicki doesn't have a classic LP. She does not. No way, no how. Nicki doesn't have a classic album. Because every time I say spit a hot Nicki 16, everybody spit monster. Now, if I say go spit a hot 16 from... Nas, I could get 100 hot 16s from Nas. That's GOAT status. Name a, name a classic Nas album. I could name five. Name a classic Minaj album. And I'm not comparing her to Nas. I'm just comparing the criteria. She put out that new single the other day. And I'm talking directly to Q. Q, I'm talking to you because I know you're listening. Nicki put out that Super Freak song. Horrible. Everybody celebrates. Oh, she does numbers. Okay, and... And that means nothing. Vanilla ISO records. The thing is with her, it's going to debut at number one. Then it's going to take a dip and keep dipping. Nobody cares anymore. What she'll do, she'll go on the internet and show off her body. So earlier I was saying, I ran into a radio show. Somebody was saying that, yo, like Nikki, it's time to, when are we going to get a 444-esque album from you? 
I'm not saying you got to talk about the same things Hov was talking about. Nikki, you're 40. You're 40 years old. Leave that type of content for the city girls and Meg. They're in their 20s. They're early. To, this is what they do. Nikki, you're almost 20 years deep in this shit. 20 year, almost 20 years deep. I mean, I've known her through the Hoodstar days. That's when, you know, she, she started, you know, doing her thing. And then later on, she was with Full Force. And then later on, she was with Fendi. Then she was with Deb. And then Young Money. Nikki's going on almost 20 years. Not 20 years yet, but she's 40 years old. How many times we got to see your ass? It's nice to look at. Yeah, it's cool. But I want to hear you spit. You're talented. You got the talent to write the bars. I don't want to hear Super Freak. You got 20 of those. You got 20 of those records. I had a certified Barb confirm today. She's a big Barb. I'm going to say her name. Sean. 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 I'm giving you your prop, Sean. This is a certified Barb. She used to curse me out if I say anything against her queen. She even reached the fucking boiling point while she was like, nah, don't put out no more music. It's a wrap. The Bobs are getting tired of Nikki. And she isn't the only one, though, Sean. I've seen other Bobs on Twitter. They're like, eh, Nikki, bring it down just a little bit, please. Every time I say spit a hot ball, everybody go, pull up in the monk for automobile youngster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. First thing first, I eat your brain. And I'm a th- that's the only verse we remember. She hasn't topped the monster verse, in my opinion. She probably did to y'all. But Q, 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 I need you on this show. I want you and Candy to come on this show. Y'all are two barbs. Q, you're a barb. Q, you're a barb. <laughs> you're going you to be mad I just said that. And I'm going to bring an, another opposing, uh, I'm going to bring two other opposing people, and I'm going to mediate this whole thing. Because we got to talk about this. We have to, I, I can't have y'all running around spitting this narrative that, She's a goat. And the goat, when you say Q, numbers and influence, fine. All these new girls got what? Pink wig, big ass, give them whiplash. All the new girls look like Nikki. I get it. But are they spitting bars? This is what we want. This is a bar fest. You got to be able to, you know, skate that line of spitting bars and making dope records. It's only a few rappers that could do that. She could have been one of them. She has the aesthetic. She got the look. She looked good. But where are the bars? Where are the songs that are staying? Where's the album? You five, six albums in, you don't have a classic? It's over. Just like Drake. It's over. You're successful? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. That's cool. All right, fine. Yeah, you got the success, but you're not going to be remembered for those albums. Those albums, you got to throw to the wall and they got to stick. Good Kid Man City sticks. But yeah, let me get off of that. Uh, Q, holla at me, playboy. Yo, shout out to Issa Rae, who's my best friend in my head. I love Issa Rae. I am currently in love with the new rap shit show. It's my show. Shout out to The Office in Miami. I think I told y'all stories about there, about that. I had an intelligent conversation with a stripper. And that's where Issa Rae shoots, you know, some of her scenes at in uh, The Office in Miami. The show is, is based in Miami about these two rapper chicks. I'm, yo, in fact... Go watch the show. It's my favorite show. I'm into it. I'm all in. I'm invested. You know, Issa Rae is one of the most brilliant minds. Like, I love Issa Rae. Anybody that knows me knows I love Issa Rae. 
I think like our brain is attached to the same thing because the stuff she comes up with is stuff that I think about. So I know like when I first started watching Awkward Black Girl on YouTube, I was like, yo, this girl is so amazing, man. And just to watch her success and she continues to climb. I'm I'm fan. I fa I'm a fan out forever for Issa Rae. I want to work with Issa Rae. I have some ideas. But Issa, you the shit. This new rap shit show is my shit. My favorite show out right now. That and the Shy. Shy season five. We're we going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. I haven't been on this microphone for a while, so y'all going to be hearing a lot of backed up stuff, but rap shit, HBO, HBO Max, please watch it. It's dope as fuck. Um, it's just, it, it's like, a, it's stuff that I see in my head that, I, that goes on TV. The stuff I write, I'm like, damn, Issa, that's exactly what I would have did. Just the whole way, the look of the show, the aesthetic, the Miami aesthetic is beautiful. Her next location, he said, we got to do a show in Brooklyn. And I already wrote it for you. Holla at me. I have the show for you, Issa. I, I'll present it to you. I have it. We got to talk. Somebody get, get me to Issa Rae. I have so much. I know me and her are going to work one day. I'm putting that in the air. I fucks with Issa Rae heavy. I got her. I have like a, a list of people and she's one of them. Like I, man, yo, keep yo watch rap shit. That's my shit. Um, yeah, I want to talk about the shy, man. I'm a fan of the shy. I love the shy. Shout out to Lena Waif. You know, I, I'm a, I'm an actor. I'm a writer's writer. I'm an actor's actor. I pay attention to small details and just, just stuff like that. I love watching people that look like me on the TV screen. I love watching quirky. I like quirky black people, the ones that, you know, aren't expected to be into video games and, you know, the ones that like astrology and when I watch the Shy, Papa's my favorite character, by the way. I love Papa. That's my guy. He's like, he's a quirky dude. He don't care. His friends is from the hood. But he's like, yeah, I'm going to be me. I'm a God-fearing young man. You know, <laughs> he always got a bar to spit. You know, he'll say whatever's on his mind. I like Papa. But, damn, yo, Tiffany, you wildin', man. Like, you really you really in, in the streets. But it's like, I can't feel sorry for Emmett because he was wildin'. But Keisha is Fire, my nigga. Jesus Christ. Oh, damn, I curse. I said the N-word. No, penalize me. Penalize me. Um, Yeah. Keisha is fire. But yeah, Shy season five. Check it out. But yeah, uh, back to the AI rapper, Amanda. Was it FN Mika? Yeah, go look it up. It's just, it's a bunch of bullshit, man. I'm like, this is where we are. This is really what we're doing in 2022. I'm telling y'all, this is a sign for, of things that are coming. They're just giving y'all a preview. They do little things like this just to show y'all what they got on the horizon. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all something. All right. Mark my words. Mark soon. Yo, it's just going to... Artists ain't going to have concerts no more. They're going to put y'all in a big room. Matter of fact, y'all can watch the concerts live in y'all living room. Do the hologram. The actual artist going to be in y'all living room performing. Watch. Watch. All of this shit is coming. I'm telling you, I don't know if you ever seen that virtual reality um, where you could be at the, the football game or the basketball game. You put the, the shit over your head and you're you're actually sitting courtside of the actual basketball game that is going on on TV. This is where we are, man. I love AI. I love technology. But certain things, man, I want to experience. I want a real rapper. I don't want no computer algorithm because the, with the algorithm is mass stereotypes again he's going to be the, the ai thing look like he said bling tattoos on his face the dreads and he says the n-word what does that tell you and he's doing drill 
Come on, man. That's not. And this these record labels know what they're doing. How the fuck he got a record deal before MC whoever that's actually good? This is what I'm talking about. All this contrived bullshit that's going on. So, um, is R&B dead? Is R&B dead? Diddy says it's dead. I usually don't agree with Diddy a lot, but he might be right in the sense of R&B guys now are just rappers. Talking about hoes and bitches. Nobody's in love. Nobody's begging on a record no more. That's that's the that's the way I'm looking at it. I seen Usher had a reply. I didn't get to see it, but I think he, he disagreed with Diddy. But I'm sure because he's probably doing it on that are mad singers that we probably don't hear. If he's looking at it like that, I get it. But we're talking about R&B on a, a, a on a major scale, you know, on a mainstream basis. These new singers they got, eh, and the guys that are nice, we're not hearing them because they're not talking about thoughts. They're not talking about tricking off and all this dumb shit. I want to hear about love, bro. Because when I'm playing some of these records, the old, I play old records, and I'm playing them. I'm like, these guys were trying to court the women. They trying to, and they crying in front of the window. Baby, don't leave. We don't hear this no more. Shout out to Division, you know, toxic ass record. And I hate that word, toxic, but I might be inclined to agree with Diddy on that one. I might have to go with Diddy on that on, on what he said on his take. Where are we with this? Like, what's going on? It's not like you know, the records are there and they're talking about love. Nobody's talking about being in love. Nobody's talking about baby, I want you back. You know, shit like that. Where the male R&B groups, where the female R&B groups. I don't want you twerking. I want you sing your heart out, baby. Like, you know, come over after a hard day. Time I do rag, you know, set it up. Cook a meal for me. I'm going to wash the dishes, though. I'm going to fix the, um, you know, the lopsided table in the kitchen. I'm going to do that for you. I'll go get you your favorite ice cream. You want the chocolate Haagen-Dazs. I'm going to sing about that shit. I'm going to sing in front of your window. I'm going to show up to your job with flowers and sing to you on your lunch break in front of your coworkers. You start crying and then you go back to your desk and text me, you love me. That's the type of shit I like. You know what I mean? I'm going to set you a bubble bath for you get home, candle lit. You know, I'm a man of a certain age. So, you know, your lady, her knees is, you know, her knees is, it ain't mag knees. So, you know, you get the Epsom salt for her, you know. What you want, baby? You good? Make you some tea. You all right? What you want for dinner? You want salmon, right? Got you. I'm going to put that up for you. Let me light this candle from Dollar Tree. You know what I mean? There was a picture with an older dude years ago. He was holding a box of, you know, $5 hot from Lil Caesar with a rose on with some flowers on it. That was sweet. That was sweet. You know what I mean? She'll, she'll appreciate the effort. Sing about that shit, man. You know, singing, I'm, I'm standing in front of your projects. Alicia Keys had a whole piano in the middle of the projects. That was fire. We ain't going to see that no more. Alicia Keys told a nigga that, yo... She left a thirsty ass uh, message. Well, she was actually talking to Moses Death, but it sounded like a voicemail. He wanted the sweet potatoes with the hot chocolate. Ugh. But nevertheless, you know what I mean? Showed up to the job. Hey, Mike, did you say your name was Michael? This is the waitress from 125th. Like, ugh, that's the R&B I want. That's the R&B. And I'm, I'm a big weekend fan, but his R&B is kind of different. It's like popish. But he could go in that bag when he just do straight R&B. When he do like a record like Call Out My Name, shit like that. If I could get a full album of Call Out My Names, come on, man. This is why, remember when we, you know, was doing music and we'd always, our parents would be like, 
man, y'all know nothing about no music. You know what I mean? They, we had Aretha. We had Sade. You know what I mean? We had, they, they start throwing these names out. But now we older. We throw them same names out too. We like, but then we add Mary. We add Tony. We add Mariah. We add Whitney. Nobody's making them records no more, man. I want to hit, man. I'm going to go find me a singer, man. I'm going to find me a singer. Look, we look none of that fly shit. Matter of fact, I want you clean cut, no tattoos. I want you looking like no rapper. I want you to be singing in church because most of our singers came from church. Trey Songz could sing, nice. Then he started. Uh, Chris Brown. He started out R and B. He could he he could still do it, but it's like he tried to venture off in the rap shit. Man, come on, man, leave that rap shit alone. Let the rappers rap. Let the singers sing. Carl Thomas. Damn. I remember rappers be singing in the rain to their girl. Like, oh. Yeah, I digress. Um, oh, major, major shout out to the Nasarima, Olai, Carlito. I've been doing these interviews for Doreen's Favorite. I'm actually giving you a little more insight on the actual album, each track. Please go and check that out. The series is on YouTube. Uh, we're like on part 13. Uh, actually doing the whole album. So we're like on part 13 right now. I had a great time shooting out, you know, shooting those episodes. Look out for the Ryan Smith episodes coming out. He's actually going to do a few as well. You're going to talk about his background and his, uh, you know, contribution to the album, which was like a major contribution because he helped me put my life to the world. But please check that out. It's, it's Colin Biz and the Nasarima excellent i give you a little more take i don't say too much because you still want to listen to the actual album but um yes please please continue to support doreen's favorite doreen's favorite doreen's favorite hashtag it tell your friends share the links purchase it stream it you know what i'm saying i really appreciate the feedback from the album i get a lot of feedback daily from people and i really appreciate that the album is doing well you know continue to purchase the merch Continue to support the podcast and I'll be back. Cheer. Be sure to get at me on social media. Hit me on Instagram at It's The New Hype Show and Twitter, It's The New Hype. And you can find me on Facebook at The New Hype Show. Send comments, questions, or if you just want to say fuck you, or if you want to send me a donation, holla at me. It's The New Hype Show.